I'm Aaron Weintraub, and this is Inside Kurdistan. So this is going to be another episode about real estate, and the topic of real estate looms large for Kurdistan and Iraq as development rapidly continues to dominate the economic landscape and the skylines uh, in cities like here in Erbil. Uh, As I've said before, I've been interested in real estate as a topic uh, since arriving to Erbil for a lot of reasons. Um, For one, as I've mentioned, it's a sector not just here but everywhere, uh, filled with corruption and shady money for financing projects, uh, which can make it a really hard topic uh, to penetrate journalistically. Um, But I want to actually approach the topic of real estate development from a different perspective today, uh, that of an ecological one. While delving into real estate often takes an approach of discussion about health and safety and economic growth and collapse, uh, the other topic that hovers over everything else here, that of environmental sustainability, uh, will also increasingly define the real estate sector's ability to survive and expand here in the future. Muslim Mohammed uh, began passive house construction a few years ago uh, in Slimani. Uh, and for those who don't know what a passive house is, Muslim will explain uh, in greater detail. But the essential idea of a passive house uh, is uh, the idea of making housing with products that have greater sustainability and uh, developing an actual house that has zero emissions, hence the name passive in passive house. And one of the most important points that uh, Muslim brings up in our conversation is that the concept of zero emission housing has an emphasis on environmental consciousness now, but in 10 years, the economic viability of construction will be so much lower due to the cost of gas and electricity uh, and inevitably, uh, that will inevitably skyrocket across the country here. So whether the Passive House brand itself is successful in Iraq and Kurdistan, rest assured that the fundamental philosophy beneath it will come to define the real estate sector. And honestly, the sooner the better. Uh, So with that said, Here's my conversation with Muslim Muhammad. Muslim Muhammad, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Welcome. So uh, let's start with what are some of the fundamental properties of a passive house? Can you explain to me and like our audience what that uh, entails? Yeah. A passive house generally uh, it has five principles, and uh, the first one thermal insulation, the second one uh, passive house windows, the third one uh, uh, a tightness, and uh, the fourth one thermal bridge, and uh, the last one uh, mechanical ventilation with heat recovery. And we're currently sitting in uh, your first passive house construction project. Could you tell me some of the challenges that went into this specific project? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, this this is the first project that we have started in 2019, and actually, it was very difficult for for us because uh, um, it was the first time that we shared knowledge about passive houses. Actually, when the clients come to our office, they are very interesting, but they asking about the uh, the real sample of passive house, so nobody. Uh, could reach um, uh, with us to uh, c- c- construct passive house. So later we decided uh, uh, the cost of the passive house uh, provided by our company and uh, uh, later uh, 
we uh, we constructed this house according international passive house uh, standard and uh, that's really in the beginning due to lack of the materials in the local it was so difficult for us and um, mm. the first time also uh, it was so hard to order all materials from Europe also was some of them from Turkey uh, and uh, the cost of this the first building due to uh, a lot of orders and uh, the lack of skill of the workers so the cost maybe uh, two times according now uh, but now uh, we are in good situation but the first time <laughs> it was too difficult so uh, I want to get into some of the problems with the current development uh, uh, culture in uh, Iraq and Kurdistan mm. because there are certain areas where development is happening very, very quickly uh, and passive house standards, let alone any kind of standards, are not being met uh, in certain areas. And so I want to talk about some of the issues that you see in development right now, not just from uh, an environmental sustainability point, but for also for safety uh, and also for uh, public health. Yeah, uh, that's really uh, we see uh, after ISIS uh, in Iraq, uh, a lot of uh, projects have been starting, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, in most of them, uh, they are not caring about the <laughs> saving energy, they are not caring about the environment and uh, and one point is very important that you have mentioned about the health. Uh, uh, one of the components of passive houses caring about the uh, healthy building is uh, mechanical ventilation with heat recovery, uh, fresh air. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that more than 70 or 80 percent projects in Kurdistan or, or in Iraq, they have not installing uh, fresh air. So, uh, and also about the saving energy, uh, the silly, uh, also they are not caring about, they are not using thermal insulation materials in their projects. Maybe some of them they are using, uh, depending on the order of the clients, but as I say, it will be big issue in the future for the government mm -hmm. because providing uh, the electricity or oil or gas is will be too difficult for all uh, flats or houses or villa um, uh, because the energy demand for heating for cooling is will be so high. But uh, if you um, uh, apply uh, passive house principles, for example, in installing thermal insulation or mechanical ventilation with heat recovery or triple glazing windows that's really it will be very helpful uh, for project owners for that people living on there and also for government and also uh, for environment so something that you mentioned before uh, was that uh, you had a difficult time with this project for getting things imported mm. uh, and all of your materials are imported either from Europe or Turkey correct? I, um, yeah just only the wall the block wall and the concrete slabs orders from local all uh -huh. other materials thermal insulation windows and uh, everything the and ventilation yeah, yeah. <laughs> i make it a passive house. uh it's it's, gotcha. uh, it's ordered from uh, spain germany and also 
Turkey. So this comes at a, a pretty exp- or not a pretty expensive cost, not a significantly more expensive cost. Uh, but uh, what would you say to a real estate developer who said that it's impossible to develop these kinds of quality houses uh, because uh, these goods are imported and there's no mm-hmm. government subsidy or tax incentive for us to do that here? The capital cost or initial cost of the passive house may be uh, a little bit more than conventional houses, but uh, I would say for someone if tell me passive house expensive, uh, we can explain for him just in the beginning you pay, you you pay a little bit more but uh, uh, in operation cost it will be <laughs> nearly about 90% at least than conventional houses uh, maybe in five houses that all costs m- will be returned to you uh, due to saving uh, ener- energy for heating or for cooling or uh, due to that uh, passive house uh, it has a tagline with a passive house uh, it's 90 uh, it can save it energy with 90 percent if uh, each month uh, assume that you you will see 90 percent less energy it means 90 percent you will pay for electricity or uh, for any source of energy that's really uh, when you make uh, some all uh, costs that you save it in five years, that's really you will see passive house better than conventional houses. Uh, so you gave a presentation to Parliament a few years ago. Uh, yeah. Can you sort of lay out for me what the argument you were making to Parliament was uh, on behalf of uh, passive houses, and what was some of the feedback that you got? Yeah, just really uh, four years ago, uh, I present uh, a project for uh, for the parliament for saving energy and for reducing energy consumption for heating for cooling uh, in the building sector. That's really uh, in one of the section of my uh, presentation or my project that uh, presented to the parliament. Uh, I have mentioned that. Um, that's really it should be uh, a scientific staff should be writing code building because uh, until now we have not building code and in the building code should be uh, uh, mentioned that very important topic that's really about using thermal insulation materials in the uh, buildings for saving energy at least for example in the first four years it should be all building is uh, save nearly about 30 percent of uh, energy or uh, uh, engineering analysis uh, the u value of the external wall it should be for example uh, 0.5 watt per uh, meter square kelvin uh, it means that in that case it should be all houses using for example five centimeter thermal uh, insulation EPS or rock wool and also all buildings uh, should be have uh, ventilation or fresh air that's really is related to uh, uh, healthy of that people living uh, in the building. Uh. I want to talk about 
something that you mentioned where there's a lack of building codes that exist here. There's no unified building code uh, regulations. What are the consequences of having no building codes? Uh, maybe you're hearing each year uh, a lot of people uh, get a uh, explosion or due to uh, heating system is going uh, die. That's really uh, unfortunately the I think four months ago this uh, gas explosion happened in the uh, Slimani because we have not building code. If we have a building code or we have a uh, insulation in the building, uh, we do not need uh, a heating system like this poor system is uh, installed in the building. So the results is very bad effects for especially for poor people because uh, due to using uh, the very low quality of the heating system that poor people order uh, for their building it's make it because we have not building house uh, you will see or you will hear each year uh, some uh, unwanted situation happening at you uh, as uh, maybe you heard that four months ago that happened in Slimani gas explosion is actually unfortunately I'm sorry for that that's I think uh, um, uh, nearly about 15 person died uh, due to gas explosion. This is the low or poor quality of heating system. If we have a building code, that's really that situation. I am sure that maybe uh, will not happen in or decreasing by 70%. After uh, this situation or this, uh, I think three weeks, the another situation happened in the mystery in Duhok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, uh, it's needed uh, urgently uh, a building code for Kurdistan region, uh, for environment aspects and for health. Yeah. And also it will be helpful for government for find better solution for energy crisis. Something that you mentioned was uh, that these kinds of uh, accidents with uh, gas explosions, they adversely affect poor people in poorer areas. Uh, One thing about the passive house, one argument that you might hear is because the material here is more expensive. How do you take passive house technology and implement it for uh, a larger market and also for areas where people might not be able to afford a house like this one? Uh, it, it should be government uh, have a plan for it. Uh, I think it's not too difficult. Uh, maybe uh, they can take an idea from uh, development countries like Germany or uh, some uh, countries in center of Europe. They, they providing uh, fund to that people uh, making passive house uh, uh, because. Uh, if you um, made a more passive house, that's really uh, in future uh, it will be better for government. The uh, energy uh, demand is will be so least, and also uh, you can f- fixing or uh, it will be decreasing that accidents uh, happening. And uh, about the cost, uh, maybe some people they cannot buy. 
passive house materials uh, it will be better uh, getting funds from banks and uh, to making passive house mm. in the next 10 years iraq is looking at a serious energy crisis how is that going to affect the real estate market after 10 10 years you will see that everyone get back for passive house because the energy costs yeah <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the energy costs will be so so expensive due to high demand and also uh, i think if we continue with this situation and uh, with the strategy i'm sure that uh, the government cannot find solution for energy crisis never because every time that uh, real estate and the uh, building is flat is increasing and the uh, government cannot provide the amount of energy for real estate and uh, I'm sure that the energy costs will be very very expensive and also the uh, environment is will be very polluted due to uh, producing so energy and also I'm sure that in that cases uh, almost of the people wants make passive house but be sure that the prices of passive house after 10 years will, will not be like uh, that will not be like the same price of today and also we will increase in the price but I'm sorry, I'm just making funny about it. Maybe the passive house price remains the same. But uh, maybe some people now, they are not caring about saving energy or passive house. But after 10 years, it will be uh, like that. Uh, it's, there's no plan B, just saving energy or sustainable building. Or that building is saving energy or reducing energy consumption. Well, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate to uh, to you uh, also. <laughs> you want to try that again? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I want to try again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Uh, you must welcome and thank you so much for providing that time with us. Zoros pas. Zoros pas. Thanks again to Muslim Muhammad for taking the time and giving us a tour of his passive house. Uh, we have also made a feature on his business on our website. So if you're interested in looking at the house where we recorded this interview, I've posted a link below. Inside Kurdistan is brought to you by the Kurdistan Information Network, and you can check out our podcast at kurdistanin.net. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us at info at kurdistanin.net. Thanks so much. I'm Aaron Weintraub, and this has been Inside Kurdistan. <laughs>